The Big Shiny Robot Podcast is brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery. This is Tyson. This is John. This is Rebecca. This is Nick. This is still Tom. This is Lucas. And you're listening to the Big Shiny Robot Podcast. Like now. <laughs> I'm all out of love. Rebecca watches Lucifer while she smokes some drugs. <laughs> and Andrew is dancing. You didn't know. I'm out of love. He doesn't dance. Oh, man. You did pretty good, Tom. Thanks. This I, is weird seeing this. Yeah, seeing like that way we bars. don't have to ask if you're recording. <laughs> right, you just know. You just know. That's weird. If you don't know, you know. How are so, you guys? Uh, yeah, what's up? What's up? What's Friday. up? Friday. Friday and shit. Friday. Mm. I think we all had a very long week. Fucking a, we did. Going into a nice three day weekend. It's just me, Rebecca, and Tom. Mm-hmm. We killed the rest of them. Known mm-hmm. as the Dream Team. <laughs> the A Team. This is the A Team. Let's be honest. Yep. 30 seconds of dead air. And we're done. Thanks for tuning in. So. Thanks for listening, Pat. Thanks for listening, Patrick. (laughs) Patrick messaged me to let me know that he's already been watching the Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell. He's a long time watcher. He would be a long time watcher. True. I'm just glad to hear that he is watching it. My boy, Pat. Why don't we just do that on the stream? We just uh, put on Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell. and uh... That's pretty good. Have you watched it? No. No. Okay, fine. Uh oh, am I popping? Am I popping fresh? You was popping fresh. So, Tom. Yo. We were talking a little bit before Rebecca showed up when it was just the boys. Oh, locker like room used talk. To, yeah, we're doing locker room talk. Boys mm-hmm. night. Boys night! <laughs> talking about. I set you up. <laughs> talking about them wieners. So, Tom, you have an event coming up in November. I do. Could you please tell me what this event is called? Sure. So, uh, thanks to my some friends. You know, in the fighting game community, we've been tracking points for like, hey, how much fightings have we done and how many games have we played? And so, this is your one, quarters bar one games. fight, one, one single fight, just one. So we basically <clears throat> we're having like the best of Utah finals on November 22nd and 23rd. So uh, November 22nd, we will have the last chance qualifier. So basically the top seven ranked players in Utah in Tekken and Street Fighter auto qualify. Boop, they're in. Mm-hmm. Oh, sick. Then the eighth spot goes to the winner of the last chance qualifier tournament. Oh, wow. So we'll ha- the last chance qualifier will happen that Friday night. And then Saturday, we are going to put on the top eight. And we are flying huh. out professional commentators. Uh, James Chen and Jack Yeoman are going to fly out and commentate the matches. And it's at a boxing gym, so they'll be playing in a boxing ring. Wow. It's going to be dope. How uh, is both the Friday and the Saturday night at the boxing gym? Yes. So we're doing the boxing gym is both nights. Is that the U? Nope, it'll be in West Valley, actually, oh. at KO Boxing Gym. Knockout. Owned by my man, Armando Reyes. Shout out to Reyes Boxing. Do you have a, a website or a Facebook event? Oh, we do. It's, it's a, so it's getgoodfgc.com is the website. Um, the, the event is called Best of SLC. It's on Smash GG, which is the bracketing and registration system. Mm-hmm. And that's about as far as we've gotten on the marketing side. I actually have a Trello board to work through this weekend of <laughs> marketing shit I need to be doing. So Trello. Got to make a video announcement. Got to make sure we have chairs. Got to... Yeah, all the fun stuff. Do all that fun shit. Make sure the com. I, I spoke to the commentators at Evo, and they were like, "Yeah, we're in." I was like, "Dope, nice." But I still haven't bought them flights. So until like, <laughs> to be honest, like until I until like they're on an airplane and I pick them up at an airport, like they're not in, right? That's I totally get that. Yeah. yeah. If you ever need a commentator who like doesn't know what she's talking about, um, 
I'm a guy. I mean, <laughs> I think you'd actually be really interesting because you would ask questions and you'd also make good puns. Mm. And well, that's like 50% of fighting game commentary. You gotta, gotta, gotta have some good puns. And like if they have funny gamer tags, you gots to be able to go in on them. Mm, interesting. Gotta so be able to talk about how Potato Man 420 is getting baked. Did you ever watch that Saturday Night Live sketch where Andy Samberg is like a Make-A-Wish kid and he one of his Make-A-Wish is like he wants to be a football commentator? No. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's like, that'll move the chains. And they're like, all right, oh, the kid knows what he's talking about. And then all he does is that'll move the chains. <laughs> he's moving the chains. Chains are moving. And then I'll move chains. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out all he knows how to do is move them chains. So what's the the prize? The purse, as it were. Uh, so there's purses. Well, like money purses. Yeah, we should put them in actual purses. So we're working uh-huh. with a couple other sponsors. Um, but we're shooting for between five hundred and a thousand dollars per game as the prize money. Wow, is it tiered? I would like to make it tiered. So probably like usually do like a sixty thirty twenty. No, 60, 30, 10, excuse me. You're close. It's so okay. it'd be like 50 to 100 bucks for third place, a couple hundred bucks for second. First place would be like two to 300 bucks. That'd be nice. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And there's we're selling spectator passes at entrance. So it's 20 bucks for the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, the games are free to enter once you pay the 20 bucks. So if you want to play in the tournament the day before and you haven't qualified in top seven, you pay your 20 bucks. You pick which games you're going to play in. Boom. And then we're running um, just open play for the other two days. So like all day Friday, open play, just come play games all day. Mm-hmm. Saturday, same thing until two. And then we'll break down all the casual setups, put up chairs for finals night. So, and you said you're streaming this you so be, people yeah. can't make it to the event. Yeah. Uh, Twitch.tv slash get good FGC. Nice. And we'll be streaming the whole thing. Um, and we've got a really dope production company doing all the streaming. If you watched... I don't know if any of our listeners here watched, but I commentated the tournament online a few, like, probably about a month, month and a half ago. Um, it was by Space Productions, hmm. and they are going to do all of these streaming for us. And they're, they've got some really, really dope stuff. They're running some pretty professional software. It's going to be cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely keep everybody updated, too, between yeah, now and sure. then on the podcast and everything. I uh, I forgot I was going to open the podcast with a joke. Oh. Oh. Uh, a woman is on trial for beating her husband to death with his guitar collection. The judge asks her first offender. She replies, no, first a Gibson, then a Fender. Nice. Bah, 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 That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> good guitar joke. Good job, Rebecca. Uh, all right. What, what now? What uh... <laughs> the fuck do we do now? I mean, well, so you've got an event coming up in October. We do. October 12th. Rebecca's been helping me with this. Um, we did Misplay Showcase last year, the art show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we're doing the second uh, annual of that, the second volume. That'll be October 12th. Uh, I think we're starting at two. We've already got a bunch of artists lined up. A lot of the same artists from last year, like Isaac Hastings, uh, Ashley Love will be there, Ashley Fairborn, Tragic Girl, all that good stuff. Is Tragic Girl the girl that I bought those dope unicorn things from at Gaming Con? No, she'll be there too. Uh, Tragic, Dead Binky. Girl, Tragic Girl is the girl who I bought myself a Candle Nights gift. Uh, she was doing commissions of the, she does like the split girl portraits. Mm-hmm. And so it's like pinup girl, but like, open in half and there's a skeleton oh cool yeah okay it's really cool i bet you've seen her stuff okay who's the girl i bought the sparkly fuck you from the that was from jen uh dead binky yeah i really like that stuff she's super cool she'll also be at the show cool um yeah so we're gonna have a lot of cool artists we're gonna do the same thing i think we'll have workshops again there'll be arcade games to play will it be in the same spot um just off just behind like second south and main or whatever not main but it's technically Edison Street. Thank you. That's the road. I'm yeah, it's a one-way yeah. street. It's right across the street from Bar X and uh, Taqueria 27. Go get some white. 
So on that note, that place so good. I got the best description of Taqueria Twenty Seven from a bartender the other day at Quarters. Yeah, it's it's white people tacos. That's the thing is like <laughs> people is. lose their mind over Taqueria Twenty Seven, and I uh, See, don't get it. It's their fine. margaritas are where I go there. Their margaritas oh, okay. are really good. Mm. Their Mexican food is pretty good. Margaritas are real good. Okay, because I'm like we could just walk over to La Sabrosita around the corner, this little taco stand, and mm. have your lives changed. There's a lot of good yeah food right there. My dad. I think no, I mean, he like still does here. this, but like oh, really? the taco cart by Sears downtown, oh, yeah. he drives to there yep. and like brings it home. Yeah, because it's only like, they're like a dollar fifty, two bucks a taco. So for 10 bucks, you get like a full meal and they're fucking delicious. Mm, I still haven't tried one, but I've heard they're great. Oh man, you get, you get three al pastor. Pastors. And you get three um, carne asada. Nice. You Have just... you ever been to Taco Taco downtown? Oh yeah, Taco Taco's mm. legit. Have you, Tom? It was okay. I feel like it got too hyped up for me. You got to try the cauliflower tacos. They're real good. Are they good? Because like we, we went, Anna and I went on a Pokemon Go Day one and like wandered downtown for like three hours mm-hmm. and then went to Taco Taco and it was fine. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. I just don't remember being like stoked. I remember being like, oh, this is a taco. Right yeah, the next chili door is Canela's. I had good. dinner there two days ago. It was oh, wonderful. delicious. Yeah. So and they made me this drink called the Red Corvette mm-hmm. and it was kind of like a New York sour, but it was just, it was just red wine bourbon and chardonnay and it was mm. soup's good Miss play showcase october 12th yes and one thing i wanted to mention on the podcast we had uh, the designer aaron draplin did a poster for us dude it's sick it's pretty cool it's so cool it's like it's not my aesthetic but i'm probably gonna have to buy one just because draplin did it <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of where i'm at with it right now yeah it, it's super cool it'll be a limited run of like a hundred they'll be silk screened and so we're gonna only have them at the show draplin guy why is he such a big deal so he's a big name in design he does a lot of like industrial design work like he did a lot of stuff with like john deere and yeah he's a like a blue collar designer big yeah. good way to put it the americana stuff mm-hmm. he really likes finding that and replicating that but then he's one of the he's done a really good job of marketing himself yeah so he goes out and does talks you know the field notes books the, they're like moleskin, but the field notes. Is and it like says a, field notes on it. Anyhow, uh, he. I don't does, get outside. That's his thing. Yeah, he. Oh. And like he's made some really dope. Like his pens are all just really cool and kind of urban. And he like every he speaks at Adobe Max like mm-hmm. pretty much every year. Mm-hmm. The year I was there, he was selling his book. Um, his book's really cool. And he had a line like out the door of the convention all day every day. Like he's and he's just a really like down to earth friendly dude to top it off. Like he's cool. Yeah, and he happened to be a uh, friend of a friend and we reached out to him and he was so stoked to do a poster for us which was very nice and it's utah themed uh we'll post it up on misplay showcase website at some point but that'll be a limited thing super fair priced i think we're gonna probably price like 40 or 50 bucks is all which is worth it and it'll be bigger than the pizza post well i think it'll be about that pizza poster size oh, oh wow. jesus really damn yeah cool so it's gonna be a big nice splash and i bought a embosser today so it'll have limited or misplay showcase limited edition embossed in the corner which would be dope that is cool um yeah i gotta rethink where i'm gonna put that poster <laughs> mm-hmm. it's gonna be pretty cool and then i'm gonna have he's gonna sign one for us that we're gonna get framed because alpine's uh sponsoring us too and so we'll get one framed to throw on the silent auction which uh, we did a silent auction last year, and you were able to track down some pretty cool stuff from the artists that are featured there for a nice price, and all the proceeds of that, you know, go towards charity, which is helpful too. Yeah, it was a fun event. I didn't buy a hoodie last year, which I kind of regret. Are you doing hoodies this year? So 
That's a funny story about that that I can't tell on the podcast, oh. but we will have leftover hoodies from last year. Mm. We're going to have the Captain America pins. I'm going to have a Ghostbuster pin. I'm going to try to do a Luigi pin, and then uh, we'll have that poster. But uh, they'll have, there'll be some hoodies. We figured we did merchandise, uh, or sorry, apparel last year. We'll do the poster this year. Mm. I'm also trying to, like, I've been trying to work with newer guys. I don't know if you guys know those dudes. Yeah. Nope. They, they're tarot cards. I'm trying to work mm-hmm. with them to maybe do some kind of a tarot set or something. That'd be oh, that'd cool. So definitely a cool event. Come check it out. Support the Children's Justice Center is a charity that the portion of the proceeds goes to. And yeah. Oh, and we're a part of AIGA's Design Week, which is pretty awesome. That'll too. be super cool. Yeah. We're official event of there. So that'll be pretty rad. Oh, yeah. I have a poster from Neurogeist that uh, looks like a cigarette advertisement. But it's like Utah, like smokestacks and stuff. And it's all about how like our air is bad. Yeah. And it's not from cars. It's from all the fucking chemical factories mm-hmm. not being regulated. Oh, imagine that. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. It'll be pretty cool. Rebecca's been helping me out with that. So that's been very nice. Thank you, Rebecca. I haven't been doing anything. <laughs> okay. She hasn't done anything. I don't, but I don't have any upcoming events. Rebecca, what's your upcoming event? I don't have one. What have you been up to, Rebecca? Work. Mm. Work. Yep. Work. Work. That work, work life. Chirper, 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 Letting chirper, it take over my mm-hmm. life. It does that. Mm-hmm. Got to put up damn boundaries. Rebecca, I'm gonna make you angry. What's up, buddy? The Sony stuff. I don't want to talk about the Sony stuff. I wanna. I want you to tell me why you don't want to talk about it. Because it's been talked to death. I don't mm. want to talk about it either. But I feel like we have and to mention everyone, something. On like it. if everyone could stop sucking Disney's dick for like one day. <laughs> That would be fine. How do you feel about Disney's dick, Tom? Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to say. No, think I, about that. Think about this. Goofy in the Disney universe is the only one of those characters who's fucked. Oh, yeah, he's, he's made. He's got a son. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. No, good Did for you Goofy. Picture, picture that. Picture that having every day. Success. What's that sound he makes when he gets launched off? Uh-huh. It's like, but <laughs> <laughs> he makes that when he comes. Maybe. See, this is why we have this conversation about something. No, I. So I don't know if you guys saw Tyson and I's Twitter discussion about it, which mm. just debilitated into us fighting each other via gifts. Um, but basically, I made some like funny hot take about how it's about time they killed that fucking kid because he's whiny and kind of a bitch, and someone should have murdered him. And I didn't really actually give a shit either way. I just wanted mm. to spark some controversy. You took the John approach. Yeah, yeah. And so then Tyson and I just sent like angry gifts at each other, and he ended up winning the fight. I think because I got tired. Um, <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah, but I don't. I just everyone is so angry. Yeah. And I just don't fucking get it. Like, I sat there reading, and everyone's like, oh, keep your hands off my Spider-Man. Hashtag Disney's the best. I want to see how he interacts with the other characters. Okay. Right. <laughs> and I was like, fucking cares. It just, that, like, people were the so. Amazon is burning. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just didn't care. I, there's, there are very few things I have cared less about. <laughs> what are some other things you have cared less about? Yeah, yeah. Name three ex girlfriends. Okay. Man, that's that's probably plenty. The Mormon Church not being able to get property somewhere. I'm sure they've tried to. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't listen to last podcast on the left. I don't. They started their five part series on Mormonism. Ooh, I bet I'll listen to that rich. show. Yep. So here's here's my take on this yeah. whole thing. Give it to us. Give it to us hot. The thing that frustrates me the most about this... It's time for another Lucas (laughs) take. Ooh, Poppy. 
I appreciate you both psyching this up. Um, I talked to Rebecca a little bit about this, but the thing that irritates me the most is this world and culture that we live in of fandom, whether it's Star Wars or Rick and Morty or fucking Ghostbusters or Spider-Man. Uh-oh. Tom doesn't want to talk about Sony. You want more beer? <laughs> I'm yeah. more beer. I'll have one more, but I really wanted to know your thoughts on my thoughts. You believe this just, shit? This is fucking unprofessional. Waiting for, just gets up in the middle of a conversation. Yeah. We're doing a thing. I'm fucking jerking off in there. God damn it! You can hear that glass clinking? What's he doing in there? It's gotta I hurt. I hope he's not doing anything to my beer. <laughs> hmm. What's the deal with White Claw? Why are people so up in White Claw's dick? I don't know what White Claw is. It's like an alcoholic seltzer. Oh, cool. Oh, hey, thanks, man. So, Tom. So here's my hot take that Rebecca's already heard. So the thing that frustrates me is we live in this world with these fandoms, right? Uh, where the fandom is all encompassing, including our own like desire to have ownership of said fandom. Truth. Sony owns Spider-Man. They worked out a deal with Disney to be able to share the property back and forth. Disney came in, regardless of how much we like Spider-Man in the MCU... And they did kind of a couple dick move things. And Sony said, you know what? It's our ball. We bought it. We're going to go home with it now. And everybody's losing their shit because right. the fandom wants this, you know, universe as opposed to, no, no, no. Like they paid for this. This is their character. They can right. do whatever the fuck they Even if it was going well and they didn't have this situation, they could take their fucking ball and go home. And Dead as far as. For Sony. And as far as a Spider Man fan, we had the best spider-man year of our lives last year we had yep. spider-verse we had tom holland far from home this year and we also had um the ps4 spider-man game like we got a lot of cool shit i'm just saying can we just leave it at that if you're one of those people that's like fuck sony and like sony can suck balls i dare you to never watch into the spider-verse or any upcoming into the spider-verse movies ever again totally well yep. even then like my friends that were kind of shitting and all over disney then they were reposted and stoked on all the Star Wars news coming from D23, like the Obi-Wan thing, including a friend of mine that happens to like be very involved with Sony. I'm like, how are you curtain both they're skirting both sides of this? I don't I don't get it. Moral ambiguity in this day and age. In this economy? <laughs> the goddamn Moral So that's where ambiguity. I was at. It was like, who gives a shit? Hey, did you right. watch that Star Wars trailer? I didn't actually. With the Mandalorian one? No. Well, I mean, that one was really cool too. But the uh, new, the new, new Star Wars. I don't like it better like... if it didn't have so many chicks in it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It did its Star Wars thing. Where cool. It was like, oh, yet another lightsaber. I, but I, it's I, like a butterfly knife. <laughs> Oh, so like that wasn't not, you just like wanting something? It was actually in the trailer. Yeah, that's like a thing that exists. And then didn't you not? Know, did you not see that GIF of like the Swiss Army lightsaber? I have literally been in a hole for two weeks. Tom like, doesn't like Star Wars, and I also don't really like Star Wars. Yeah. But but I go to the movies. That's every the third time. thing you could care less about. Um, no, because you all like Star Wars a lot, and I like my friends to be happy. Mm. I like Star Ooh. Wars more when less people liked. Well, when I was you know around people, would, less people like Star Wars. I know what I could you were into like. it before it was cool. No, not that it was cool. I was in. It's not that I was into it. I enjoyed it more when I didn't have to talk to people about it. Mm. Not you guys, but everybody else. Like, oh fuck, Ray. No, you guys are cool. She's so obnoxious. Or Luke should have like gotten into a big fight with Kylo Ren. Like, who fucking cares <laughs> what you think about Star Wars? The only thing Luke should not have done is drink that weird fucking ass milk. It's the only thing he shouldn't have done. Slurp. Yeah, that was weird as fuck. Uh, yeah. Third thing I care less about: state of country music in America, like the current state. Just country music, and, yeah. Like, what about the, the new Taylor Swift album? I don't even know what it is. Cool, 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 cool. I'm with. I mean, I feel that way about most music. 
I mean, I like music, but it's never you the should... such and this. It's like Peter shooting me, hey, check this album out, or oh, I'll check that out. You should join my playlist today moment. It's been pretty fun. It's I follow you're the, I follow the, the hair Like you make one. the playlist? So what I do is every Monday, I'm listening. every day on Spotify, I think of a theme, and I make a collaborative playlist, and I send it out to the world. And sometimes people dive in and throw a lot of shit in there, and sometimes I'm the only one adding. For example, Wu-Tang Friday, I was pretty much flying solo for Wu-Tang Friday. <laughs> uh, but like, I was just listening to one of Jizz's album. Ah, oh, Jizz is so good. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah I saved it, his he- his hair metal playlist. It's a pretty good playlist. Ooh, it's a good is this playlist. like a Spotify thing? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I could get down on that. It's pretty fun. And then, like, if I get tired of listening to it, I just switch off and go listen to a podcast or something. But, like, it's forced me to rediscover music and stuff, which has actually made work kind of more fun. New Lana Del Rey album today, you guys. Oh, is it good? I, I don't I mind Lana. Who's that? Lana Del Rey. She does kind of like. Her Pepsi, t- or her pussy tastes like Pepsi Cola. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like emo pop. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm interested, I guess. It's kind of like emo pop. Like, if you ever listened uh, to. Um, what was that band? It's like Angels and Airwaves? Kind no, of? No, 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 it's more digital than that. Like, um, uh, there was oh, a, she did her one like big song was "Summertime Sadness." Yeah, like Interpol with better singing. Okay, so it's kind of got the same rhythm and beats as like Interpol or I mean, some of that genre. I'll check it out. Sounds like Evanescence. Don't you dare! It doesn't sound at all like Evanescence. Sounds just like it. When Are you I sure w- this isn't Evanescence? <laughs> when I was in New York and I was in a sketch comedy show, I got to I was Lana Del Rey on Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. Very cool. Yeah. yeah, Tom, I want to check that out. Yeah, the new Tool album came out today, and I haven't listened to that yet. I'm, I'm not. not a, I'm not a Tool guy. I, so I'm not either. But the last um, Perfect Circle album was fucking good. Like really fucking good. Eat the Elephant, I think it's called. It's really good. I think you listen to heavier stuff than I do. This isn't very heavy. It's like Perfect Circle's not heavy. This is like... I meant in general. Like I think you... Oh, for sure. You lean more heavy. Oh, def. I mean, most of like the the hip hop I like is like basically heavy metal, but is rap, right? See, that's talking to Peter. He's informed me that I like the flow in hip hop music, okay. which I don't completely understand, but basically so, the, the music and the beats is more interesting. So you into that lo fi? Oh that chill wave? radio? I don't know. You I so I, I bet you we should send you like I bet you'd be a, a I mean you like you like Wu Tang. You like, like MF Jizza, Dooms. You like MF Doom. I bet you would probably really be into like Jurassic Five if you don't want to listen to them. J five, Double Funky mm-hmm. Homo Sapien. Um shoot me some stuff, Tom. Make yeah. a Lucas playlist. And that's been fun because, so I, you know, I listen to like heavy metal and the punk rock and I, I got into that stuff. I listened to a lot of Johnny Cash. So as I got to know Peter better and got into more hip hop and rap, that was fun for me. It's like, yeah. oh, here's a whole genre of music I've not been into. Yep. I'm enjoying. Let's have some of this. Yeah, I've been listening to the new Taylor Swift album and this one specific remix of Old Town Road. Old Town Just Road. Just over and over again. <laughs> Do you belt it out? Mm-hmm. my favorite meme <laughs> have you seen the meme where it's like I hate country music and yep. then my friend puts on Old Down Road as the cat is like <laughs> <laughs> with the little hat yes yeah, Old Down Road if you ain't got no giddy up giddy out my way you know Mm-mm-mm-mm. you right you right you right so I have some fairly massive well potentially massive Ghostbuster spoilers I don't know if anybody cares I do Tom how do you feel about this like I want to hear it I wanted to bring it up at the end of the podcast because part of it was if people want to bail on any spoilers for Ghostbusters oh. 2020, now's your chance. All right. Now's your chance. This we're hot s- franchise. We're going to spoil shit. <laughs> Coming hot in hot. Franchise. Coming in hot. Um, so we talked a little bit 
about like the Ecto One, and they've been filming in Canada in a small town. I don't, you weren't here for that, sorry. Oh, so they could do Ghostbusters do Canada, huh? Ghostbusters do Canada. A. A. Ghostbusters, eh? So what we know. So glad I put this ghost in a bag, eh? Sorry, sorry. My ghost was a real knob. Sorry, that was my fault. Sorry. And we just lost all of our Canadians. Goodbye, Canada. Oh, fuck them. So <laughs> this is taking place in Canada. No, uh, it's in some small town. It's a family. It's a um, single mom, two kids, the kid from Stranger Things, and some the girl from uh, Captain Marvel, Miss mm-hmm. Tiny Marvel. Yep. <laughs> um. So we have a Ecto One that's super rusty. They've been filming stuff in the small town. Can I know? I keep saying this, but here's the spoiler thing. I'm ready. We have to get some deep nerd stuff going on to Hopefully. understand the spoiler, right? Mm-hmm. So on the set, there was a truck, and the truck had a little logo. It's old rusty truck, and it said uh, Shandor's Mining Company with this little like almost uh, um, like a Mason logo on it. Shandor is the guy that designed the tower in Ghostbusters, right? Thank he's God the, for Tom. He's Thank the, God for Tom. Yeah, he's the fucking he's the fucking architect. Evo right? Shandor. Yeah, Evo so Shandor. He, yeah, okay. he he built the apartment complex that Dana Barrett lives in, and the whole apartment building was built as a giant antenna to no, bring Gozer. Nobody ever built them like this. <laughs> the guy was either a genius or an aesthetic wacko. God damn, I love Tom. You've seen Ghostbusters one, right? Yep. So the bad guy at the end, Gozer, that shows up on the apartment building, the dog. No, no, no. Gozer, the girl with the like flat, flat top. top and yeah. the bubble, like white suit. Fucking David Bowie's twin sister. Yeah, the the guy looked like David Bowie. So anyhow, I don't remember. I'm talk to you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Shandor's mining company. So that suggests that his company was in the small town trying to find who knows, like artifacts or a gateway to hell or something. But that's a really clever way, I think, yeah. without repeating the previous movies to say, here's how we have ghosts come into the small town. That's actually pretty great. The mining, the ca- the mine. Are they on the highway to hell? Mm-hmm. Maybe. I listened to some ACDC on the way here. Do you know what they call ACDC in uh, Australia? ACDC. Pick, pick a different song. Akadaka. Akadaka. <laughs> I like it a lot. That's that's what I'm doing it from now on. A little Akadaka. You know, get some of that Akadaka. So I, isn't that, that's a very that's cool. That's pretty dope. Yeah, right? it's really cool. Um, like that's a, it's a deep enough cut, but not super deep. Like you don't. Like, like you don't need to know who Evo Shandor is to still enjoy the movie, right? But for those of us that watched Ghostbusters four million times growing up, it'll be like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, and it's a nice little like way to tie in without just repeating the same movie. It's like, Ghostbusters two had a different uh, villain, obviously, but it was right. the same beats, you know. What if there's like Vigo's younger brother? Because what would it, what would Vigo uh, the Scourge of Carpathia? What was it? Vigo? Uh, Vigo the Carpathian. We yeah, but who was the last, I can't remember oh. his last name. But what would Vigo's younger brother's name be? Wego. Wego. Wego the Carpathian. And he's just like a dude that works at the gas station. <laughs> he's played by Joe Pesci. Yeah, yeah, and he's just like super upset. Like he doesn't have to have any influence in the movie. He's just like, you didn't pay for your fucking Pepsi, and that's it. I hope there's not a... So, Ernie Hudson's there, and they're filming now. Dan Aykroyd. Bill Murray said he'd be in it. Scorny Weaver's in it. Annie Potts, which is fine, but I... Dan Aykroyd's like, still around? Hey, that's why we have a Ghostbusters. I thought he died. Nope. Uh, Harold Ramis passed away. Well, I knew that. And to be honest, like Harold Ramis is probably the best of the bunch. Dan Aykroyd's next on my list. The though. unsung hero is definitely Harold Ramis. I didn't know he had like a film school. Mm-hmm. Yep. He, uh, that's an offshoot that. of the Second City stuff. Yeah. I just uh, learned about that. He, Yeah, he was unsung hero of... Our childhoods, not so much with Ghostbusters, but like Groundhog Day. You know, he was he did uh, Caddyshack and Animal House. He's the guy that kind of set up. And he's like the nice, comedy. the nice guy, right? Who like left acting. 
No, that was Rick Moranis. That's Rick Moranis. Also a super cool dude. Um, rumors of him coming back for this. Uh, oh, yeah, because Rick Moranis wanted to be a dad. Yeah, his mom, or, or not his taking mom, care sorry, of his, his mom. wife passed away from cancer, so he took care of his kids. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. But, yeah, Ghostbusters. I, Rebecca, I'm going to put you on the hot seat here. Why do you feel so, like, meh on the new Ghostbusters? Because I don't know anything about Ghostbusters. Mm, that's fair. Like, I've seen it, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I've failed you as my friend, being that I care about Ghostbusters that I do. Well, I only saw it for the first time, like, mm, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, seven-ish years ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I don't, I just, I'm not, like... I'm not judging you. I'm just trying no, to have a conversation with you. No, I know. I just, uh, because I watched it once, and, like, I know enough of it, that, like, within the zeitgeist that, like, I can get by. But it's the uh, same way I feel about, like, I don't know, Power Rangers. Like, I watched mm. it once. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, well, that hurts. Power Rangers. And I was trying to think of, like, another property. I'm not saying they're comparable. I'm trying to think okay. of, like, I another mean, they thing are... that... Oh, I would, or like oh. same thing like, so about like same thing you guys like are putting Power Rangers a lot like, I know, higher like, than I know, I know the basic mechanics of Pokemon. Like you throw a ball and you catch oh, yeah. it. The same thing with Ghostbusters, right? Like you catch it. I think though the yeah you right the conversation I'd want to have with you is like a comedy fan and someone that's dabbled in being a comedian and stand up comedy. It's like how that was just the just like the the perfect lightning in a bottle for 1984. But see, also here's the thing: is like 80s comedy is so slow to me and that was the thing i remember about watching the first ghostbusters i was having such a hard time because it was just so slow moving and like that's a pitfall of being a millennial in 2019 now like just the way that we intake media is so different that Hmm. i find older movies to be so slow that's interesting yeah Yeah, because i actually don't like like I also don't consider myself a millennial because I'm old as fuck. But you're a millennial. Am I? We are. Yeah. Mm, but we like, both are. we're but, on the fringe of that. But like realistically, like I love. I think I think old movies still hold up, and it's very rare that like it has to be like a bad movie for me not to enjoy it. That's True. interesting though. Like the, you felt like that was slow. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, also like there's some concepts in it that I don't think hold up over time let's hear him like the weird sexual harassment from peter bankman well yeah, yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> your voice went the exact correct octave there's well. a that's like any 80s so you know as we've discussed before danielle grew up in a bunker so we'll watch movies that from you know growing up and just about every movie that we watch from 80s mm-hmm. through 95 there's yeah. where someone's calling someone uh you know homosexual slur different yep. things really yep. yeah we, we just yeah, I'm sorry about that. Like that sorry happened. about that. Yeah, and Ghostbusters definitely like. Why was he? Whatever the drug was, like, why did he have that drug in his? Which didn't feel like a date rape, and it felt like bad plot development. Like it felt like bad exposition. What drug? So uh, Peter Bankman, when he goes on the date, when he's gonna go on the date with Dana, he shows up and she's uh, full on. Oh yeah, dual. and then he gives her like Thorazine. He gives her like whatever that. Yeah, he's like, like, why does this? You're right. And it's like, why does he have this? That's super creepy in the context now. Whereas in the '80s, it was like, now this is kind of exposition. Just, you don't, you don't, you don't go on a date it. without your roofies, <laughs> right? Right. Oof. Oof. I've been rewatching Why Does Kids You Know. Oh, that is. Does that hold up? God, uh, no. About, like, the whole oh. race wars thing alone wouldn't work. There's a there's a song called "We Gonna Make Love Until You Wake Up," and like the whole music video is like just roofies, 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 roofies. God damn, does God. not hold up. Does not. So what? Uh, Ghostbusters was slow. That's interesting. 
So is that the, the thing that held you back or that holds you back the most from, say, a revisit? Because you like the new one, and I like the new one, too. Yeah. I love the new one. Yeah. Which, it was totally fun. It was great. But the new one was definitely a faster tempo. Mm-hmm. Um, probably. I'm just trying to pick your brain. Yeah. I, I, I should probably give it another watch because it's been a long time since I've watched it. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know. Maybe just like terrible people have put sour taste in my mouth. Yeah. Sure. So Certain that panelists. could also, yep. So <laughs> that mean, could make it so that I don't uh, like really want to go back and watch it. Have Come I? On. It, they totally had lipstick as a Ghostbuster catcher. <laughs> have I expressed some of uh, the reasons? Maybe that it like festered in me for so long as a kid. Have I ever talked to you about like why Ghostbusters was such a big deal for me? Because you were haunted by many ghosts. That was part of it. That was only a small part of it. No, I don't think you have. So there's a, there's like two parts. The first and the reason... So Ghostbusters wasn't meant to be a kid's property. It wasn't meant to be a nostalgia property. It was just a movie that they made mm-hmm. with like a blowjob ghost joke. Hey, everybody. <laughs> so part of the reason it took off with kids they found is because the the whole idea of like the things you're afraid of you can face you know you can you can put on this equipment and then you don't need to be afraid of monsters and your mm. closet or ghosts like that's why kids latched onto it but i think for me as i got older there's a this guy's name's um it's like movie bob or something he's got a youtube channel he has a really clever dissection of ghostbusters he'll go to old movies and he has a one of his sub I don't know what you'd call it. but Playlist? Yeah, his playlist is, uh, is it really that good? He'll visit old movies and kind of dissect them, and one of which was Ghostbusters. And the thing that he talked about that really stuck with me was this idea of um, the individual Ghostbusters, the four characters, they, they don't have character arcs. They don't change as individuals. They're the same individuals from the start of the movie to the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, it's kind of more about... Um, like man and humanity and us progressing science to a point to where we're saying, Hey, gods of old, you don't get to say anymore. We control our destiny. Now we control whether or not we're going to be here Mm -hmm. and what your involvement in that is. And so I think that's part of what stuck with me and still does is, you know, the gadgets and equipment and the jokes and all that's funny, but really it's a, a bigger metaphor of like science ruling over, you know, these things that are religion or things we have no control over and us mm-hmm. saying, no, our destiny is our own. Interesting. Yeah. I just like Slimer. Slimer is pretty great. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a slow yeah, build. What's the greatest to metaphor? What is the metaphor of Slimer? So Slimer is, uh, you know, John Belushi passed mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. So that was Dan. Originally, Peter Venkman was going to be played by uh, John Belushi as opposed to Bill Murray mm-hmm. and of course he passed away tragically so when they put Slimer in um, they kind of based him off John Belushi is, hmm. uh, why, like... why is Slimer so different from the other ghosts well originally in the first movie he's just a ghost uh, kind of based on John Belushi then they did the kids cartoon they had a ghost mascot and so the second movie became much more of a kid friendly they don't curse as much. They don't smoke. They smoke cigars, which is apparently is okay. Like cigarettes, bad. Cigars are okay. It's because cigars are celebratory. I suppose so. And then Slimer being more of a mascot, they he's around as opposed to just a shit ghost. <laughs> right. But like all the other ghosts look like people, right? No. Oh. In the new movie, they make them look more like people, whereas the first movie and the second to an extent with the Scalari brothers, they get a little more cartoony. But the first movie, they're kind of traditional creature feature monsters mm, gotcha 
like the subway ghost is kind of like a wraith and I should probably watch it again. If you ever wanted to, they're I think they're doing a 35th anniversary screening of it in October, which could be fun. Not that seeing it with me would make a difference, but I love the movie. I try to watch it less than once a year because I don't want to burn it out. Sure. But I'd be happy to watch it with you. Okay, I'll pencil it in. Or not. I mean, that's fine. We don't have I'll to. watch it with y'all. We can all come over and drink. and We saw it. Ghostbusters together. Yeah. In the theater? Yeah, when it was when they did the re-release on theaters. That was mm-hmm. fun. That's actually one of my favorite trends in theaters is like they've been doing the uh, How Miyazaki stuff mm. and like just different old movies in theaters. Like we saw... Um, Princess Mononoke in theaters, which is super fun. Like, that's I, awesome. I think like touring these old movies back into theaters is actually a really fun, good idea because you get to go and experience that for the first time. Are the Miyazaki mm-hmm. movies are those Fathom event movies? I think so. Yeah, I think Fathom events are doing those. Because I did a Fathom event when they did Boondock Saints a couple of years ago. Oh, fun! I that, was that was fun. fun. I like Boondock Saints a lot. Well, thanks for sticking around for Ghostbuster spoilers. We'll see you nerds next week. This episode has been brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery, located at 94 East Fort Union Boulevard in Midvale, Utah. Please make sure to like and rate us on iTunes.